Welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks. I'm Brittany. And I'm Sarah. And this is Episode 7, Festival Stock and Yarn Storage. Well, hello, Sarah. Hi. Happy uh, Tuesday, almost hump day evening to you. Yes, you too. Uh, We had made it back uh, from vacation last night, or I should say early this morning, uh, shortly after midnight. And I must say, knitting on the beach is literally what I would like to do for the rest of my life. (laughs) It's a dream, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, Yes. So we really lucked into some good weather. And um, I mean, it was just nice enough in the mornings to where I could walk down and sit in these big, long lounge chairs with my giant knitting bag and hail bale of yarn and just sit in the sun and listen to the ocean and just knit my little hard way. Um, I laughed because one morning, some folks on the balcony, uh, walking behind me, I heard him say, what is, oh, she's knitting? Like, (laughs) yes, don't mind me at the pool. It is me knitting. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying. It's fine. I'll take the judgment all day long. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Could be worse. I'm not drinking at 9 a.m. I'm knitting. Sorry. (laughs) If you were drinking and knitting at the same time, though, I feel like... (laughs) I'm going to be honest. If somebody would have handed me a mimosa, I probably wouldn't have denied it. So, yes. A Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary is a good breakfast drink because it's full of vitamins. Got celery. You know, I've never had a Bloody Mary because... (sighs) Okay, so our boss is ultra kind and one time I might have been like dying of bronchitis and for anyone that knows me in real life I could break my leg and get bronchitis it's just (laughs) how my body reacts for some reason but I get this like seal bark cough that seems to linger for a month or two after every illness and I, I mean I was just dying like I was back at work I'd finished my steroids and antibiotics like I was good you know I wasn't getting anyone sick but I just sounded like death and he would every morning put a V8 juice on my desk. Drink this. You need the vitamins. Drink <laughs> this. You need the vitamins. And, you know, V8 juice, it's okay. Like, I do like it, but I drank a lot of it for a couple weeks. And I will say I got better, so he's not wrong. But it got to almost be drinking, like, cold spaghetti sauce. And yeah. I don't like It was just kind of extreme. Ones. Like the V8 V Fusion ones. Um, yes. Or the V8 fine. Splash. Yes. I'm sponsored by V8. Just kidding, it's not. But V8, if you would like to sponsor us, please reach out to needleshooksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. We'll definitely work that out. Um, But yeah, I don't know. So we were in New Orleans once and they had a Bloody Mary bar. And it was crazy because, like, they had all these different types of... What is in a Bloody Mary? Is it vodka? I think so. Okay, so they had all these different, like, infused vodkas, like a black peppercorn vodka. But one of them was a bacon vodka. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we have a teammate that loves bacon, and I'm going to ask her if that's something she would try. Remind <laughs> me that tomorrow. Um, we'll follow up next week and let our listeners know what she says. But this bacon vodka was crazy as all get out. Like, it was making me gag looking at it because... <laughs> It was like they put bacon in, but they had poured bacon grease in, which I'm sure gave it incredible bacon flavor. But if you could imagine, like, a weird, thick, hardened Mm -hmm. layer of 
bacon nope. grease just floating <laughs> nope. in this vodka like the nope hard the outside of the bottle looked disgusting like mm. and people kept going up there and loading it up i mean if that's your thing that probably would be super delicious but i couldn't get over no i just would be like waiter please make mine for me i cannot see that bottle being used in my drink yeah visuals are a lot for me if something looks not right or dirty or you know what i mean like i immediately turned off (laughs) i agree no getting me back yeah it just I don't know and I'm just weird about stuff anyway I mean I don't, I don't know you know I'm weird but um yeah the Bloody Mary bar I don't know maybe we need to go somewhere sometime and try them I mean it's always an excuse to have a nice yeah. little afternoon or day brunch cocktail I'm in yeah. so I mean I'll gladly try it but nowadays you see them too with like here's your Bloody Mary with a whole roasted chicken <laughs> on a celery stick <laughs> and a yeah garden variety of vegetables on a skewer six feet out the top i don't know i don't i don't get it all um there was someone famous and i can't think of who it is now um i'll have to look it up and post it on one of our social media pages when i find it but they drink a bloody mary every morning for breakfast Whew. and i can't think of who it is uh, but I don't think work would appreciate that they're in good health and they attribute it to the vitamins in the bloody mary no, I don't think that they would either. <laughs> I think, think they I would be like, maybe chase damn it, my- Brittany and Sarah showed up drunk again at eight in the morning. <laughs> I want to chase my five hour with a Bloody Mary. <laughs> yes, my cold brew. That was another amazing thing uh, in the South. It took a lot of time to find a Starbucks. We did find one. And I know that sounds selfish and shallow i couldn't find any good local coffee places on the island that had like a cold brew type coffee like it was like they had a lot of like hot coffee places which that's cool but that's not what i drink so anywho we found a starbucks and it was like i opened the doors and the heavenly ah, (laughs) lights came down because They had nitro cold brew and regular cold brew on literally what looked to be like a bar tab. (laughs) And I'm just not sure how I get one of those in my house. But I mean, our poor little Starbucks here is so small town that sometimes they just run out of cold brew because it's in a pitcher. And if they run out of that pitcher, then it's it's 12 hours before you're going to get any more cold brew. But this one literally had it on tap. So. I don't know. Vacation worked out okay, but I did not get the blanket finished, which was my goal. So, well, I got a significant amount more done, but I also think I've given myself like some ridiculous tennis or golfer's elbow situation by knitting so much. So I have to be selective in how I'm, I haven't found a good way to hold my arms that doesn't make them feel numb. I don't know. And weird. (laughs) So I didn't get to get as much done as I wanted, but you got some amazing uh, Buckeye hats done. I saw why I was gone. I did. And I want to tell a little secret. I'm working on some Michigan ones too. But only because I'm an equal opportunity crocheter. I don't really care about either team. I'm going to be honest because I don't watch it. <laughs> but. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's fair. In a few days. It's unfortunate. Uh, but I will look for them. <laughs> I mean, um, there might be a few people that would really. Grow we have a coworker. That. We have a co. You have a coworker that will probably yeah. uh, reach out to you in regards to that. But <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know or have been living under a rock, 
um, or just hate football, which is okay too. Uh, we're in Ohio. And basically if you live anywhere in the state and are not a Buckeyes fan, you're shunned. So <laughs> Uh, Sarah is really going out on the limb here and being an equal opportunity crochet. Are you even going to put a disclaimer up north? Probably. I want to say, listen, before you throw me any shade, just know that this is about a side hustle, not about my personal feelings regarding any teams. I do not confirm nor deny (laughs) any. loyalty you can do maybe like some cincinnati bearcats or some indiana but i swear on all things holy if you do any oklahoma we might really have an issue like i don't even know what good let's just leave it that way (laughs) i'm gonna be on pinterest later tonight i'm not gonna tell you either team colors i don't know well and so uh festivals um this is a good segue into our festivals topic at festivals any festival that I've done, the very first thing that I sell out of are the Ohio State Buckeye colors of anything. It does my, I could crochet the ugliest thing ever. I mean, I can't even think of anything in particular. A that's... funeral show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it could be just the most god-awful, sinful-looking thing. But if it is scarlet and gray... That will be the first thing off of my table. And I didn't really know. I believe it. Until, well, and okay, so a lot of fall festivals are around football season too, right? So true. And they're on the weekend and stuff. And so you always see people. I would be able to throw a rock and not hit somebody wearing uh, Ohio State Buckeyes something, jacket, hoodie, whatever. So those are always the first things that. I sell and I never have enough of them because again, football is just not ever like in the forefront of my mind, but it should be, and it needs to be, and it's going to be, I'm, that's a priority that in school. Well, and it's about to be in real life too, because, uh, your other daughter, Remy is going to be cheering for the first year this year and she will demand that you show up and watch her yeah. cheer. So you're really about to get a dose of football <laughs> yeah. um, in real life as well. But even the high school colors, like that's another thing that goes yeah. faster. I know that you've made some of those like headbands or ear warmers, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them and um, school colors. And those always weren't really fast too. Yeah. So how, okay, let's talk about it. How do you know how much stock to take to a festival or to try to be prepared? Cause like, it sucks to go to a festival and sell out of stuff. Now, I'm going to be honest. I've done some, I've ventured down some direct sales routes in the past. And let me assure you, I've never sold out of anything at a <laughs> festival doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, but in general, like, you know, you don't want to show up and not have enough variety or not. If you're doing, it's a weekend festival and you've got two days, you don't want to sell out the first day and have nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't, our, our arts, our arts and crafts our fiber arts uh you can't whip that stuff up i mean you can but (laughs) normal people like me i can't whip up a new stock by the next day and have enough to sell i'd be lucky to have a hat done by the next day because i am a super slow knitter so how like how far in advance do you start making your stock all year uh yeah starting the beginning of the year because i do festivals through christmas usually on a regular year last year it wasn't regular but um typically I mean, they start anywhere, well, 
we, April, really. But um, oh, yes, our the favorite. problem is that in the summertime, nobody's looking for hats and scarves and nobody wants to buy blankets and that kind of stuff, especially when you're walking around. It's 95 degrees outside. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to carry that around. Everybody's like, oh, it's too hot for that. So a lot of times I will try to save that stuff till the fall and winter festivals and I usually do really good then with that kind of stuff in the summertime it's more maybe like the stuffed animal type stuff tote bags that kind of thing and oh bags that's a good idea like little market mm-hmm. bags and I always take more stuff than what I need and that's something I got to work on too is kind of zeroing in on a few things and maybe a lot of three or four items so it's like variety of colors and things but not like such a mishmash of stuff because my booth tends to look like a garage sale sometimes because it's not like in any organized fashion and really what I need to do Mm -hmm. is I need to buy a semi-truck if we're being honest because I think (laughs) I need more displays than um product because my tables and everything are always really full but a lot of times you want things to be three-dimensional and my little Corolla like it's not it's not gonna haul all the fences and stands and all kinds of stuff like I've got mannequins and things I take with me well I'll tell you what I mean my new car in case anybody owns Hyundai Elantra, or as my husband calls it, a Hyundai Accordion, (laughs) because we got smashed on Christmas Eve, and it didn't hold up very well. I'm not sure what the safety rating is on that thing, but it's a no for us. But I got a new-to-us car, uh, and its seats in the back fold down completely flat. So we got all kinds of space. We can load that thing down uh, next time we venture down yonder to Lucasville. Well, and I was thinking to myself, um, like, is it worth renting a U-Haul? For, you know, like, what is the cost of that? I mean, it's a hundred not, and I'll tell you why because we have a trailer yeah. too. So if push comes to shove, we'll have Jeff tow a trailer yeah. down. We have a trailer. I'm like, I mean, we'll get in crappy. terms of hats. How many hats do I need to sell to pay for that U-Haul for the weekend? I mean, I'm telling you, don't ship it freight because what would that be like a class three <laughs> hundred? It's one of kind. It's irreplaceable. We're not hauling it. Oh, uh, we won't do it anyway. <laughs> it's a no. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I mean, okay, so you have all your festival stock. I've got, just since I have started, uh, I feel you on on having just a few different items and lots of those items. Like, I'm really digging this twisty headband pattern yeah. thing. I shouldn't even say pattern because I just saw how someone did it once on Pinterest and then kind of had been winging it since. But I've made a couple of those. Now, how do you store your stuff when you make it? Because I've been just putting them in Ziploc bags, like kind of not air yeah. sealing them, but like you know, getting all the air out, sealing them up, whatever. And then just kind of stacking them up in another bag. But I don't know, like, do you have a better system to store your stuff? I'm or probably not a good person to ask about organization. <laughs> my, <laughs> I mean, I'm not either. My craft room so... is a mess. Um, for finished product projects, I have totes. Um, and they're labeled what's in the tote. So, like, I'll have um, on a tote blankets, another tote hats, another tote air warmers. Um, and then I've got shelves of things that are done that aren't organized. And it's because they need tags and stuff. Because everything that's already put in the totes are already tagged, priced, 
all that. Anything that is done that it's not like ready to go any place, I've got stacked on shelves in there. So I mean, it does really kind of look like a stock room. And they're like, I've got my mannequins, I got stuff thrown all over the place, and then anything right. that needs hung up, like shawls, scarves, um, the hooded scarves, those are all hanging like on hangers on a hanger and then there's like a, a clothing rack in there if you will that they're hanging on um now you've got all your yarn and like what are those like storage yeah. cubes like a storage cube kind of yeah, system like cubbies. now friends i'm going to request that sarah share a picture of yarn <laughs> i with you i need to but i need to clean that craft room up first so. <laughs> well then i'm gonna have to go back and look because i probably have a picture of the last i was gonna time say i had it don't want to share organized. that to but right this thing, i am not even joking when i say her yarn storage what i mean in real life is her yarn general store because got a lot of yarn and I'm a little bit jealous I really wanted to craft now, room when we bought our house and God blessed us with one because I really like <laughs> I didn't think that a four bedroom house was going to happen but I really wanted a craft room and to be honest Eric really probably wanted me to have a craft room too because when we lived in a house be- that we had before here was just a single wide two bedroom trailer and all of my yarn was stacked up in closets and under the bed, uh, in the bathroom. <laughs> it was just, it was just everywhere. Oh, no. And uh, I mean, it was in totes and stuff, so it's not like it was just like just balls of yarn everywhere. Right. But I mean, it was just it was everywhere you looked. There was totes of yarn, and like I, I think that he is probably more thankful than I am. There's a completely separate room <laughs> off the house. He doesn't have to look at it. He doesn't have to deal with it. He doesn't need to do anything with it. I've slowly been trying to just build up a little baby stash, but I've kind of been hooked on. So is it Michael's that sells the premier? I yarn? think so, yeah. So Dollar Tree now carries mm-hmm. premier yarn. And it's not like a full skein, but it's like a it's not one of those baby like 50 gram skeins <laughs> I got from China either. So yeah, it's uh, uh I could go get up and look at it and try to figure it out. But it's I mean it's a good size little skein. But they have them for a dollar. So while we were on vacation, they had this immaculate Walmart sized Dollar Tree right across right across this roundabout. Let me tell you. North Carolina is all about the roundabout, and I don't understand <laughs> why. They are the stupidest thing. Why not just put, if it's a four-way intersection, put a freaking light there with some lights with arrows and turn lanes mm-hmm. and move on. But nobody knows who the yielder is or who's supposed to yield to who, and everybody doesn't use turn lanes, or I'm sorry, turn signals. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a cluster, and I hate them. Uh, where we were at, there were roundabouts everywhere but across two roundabouts away from where we were staying uh was this giant dollar tree so i stopped in there and just grabbed um some little christmasy kind of colors i got like a dark burgundy and like a jewel greenish color and then a cream uh of those premier mm-hmm. yarns and i like them they're a good weight they're not like bulky but they're a good yeah. worsted weight and 
um, they work up pretty quickly. So I'm excited to grab some more of those and I don't feel guilty stocking up them because I'm like, oh, okay, well, that was $5. Right. And, and they're, I mean, I mean I've I, used them before and I haven't had anything fall apart or anything, you know what I mean? Because there are some yarns where yeah. like the quality is just not there and you know, you can tell that it's not, but I have not had any issues with them before. Yeah, I I like them quite a bit, so I was pretty excited to find that Dollar Tree there. That's going to be my new thing, but now I, too, am going to have to find some sort of way to start storing these bad boys because I've got a couple just leftovers from different things I've worked on, and then a bunch of these new ones I keep snagging up, and i got to figure out where to put them all. And I don't know, do you, do you sometimes have to... Well, I know you don't. You... You're pretty straight up and will purchase a damn unicorn if you yeah, want to purchase a unicorn without any question. <laughs> but I know that there are a lot of friends and folks that I will see that like hide their purchases from their spouse or their significant other. I mean, Jeff has followed me down a lot of rabbit hole adventures that I have wanted to try. Like I said, I've done some direct sales. I did two direct sales companies in the past and I don't know I've done some odds and ends things like that and he's always supported that and whatever but I've spent a lot more money trying to make those things work so like at this rate he's like oh you want to buy some skeins of yarn go for it so I'm not one of those that has to hide any purchases or anything like that but I don't know I feel like there's a lot of uh, a lot of people in my knitting groups that I see that are like got this box in from Joanne's and had to hide the trash I I don't know like and I'm not one to judge anybody's relationship because they're all different. But, like, I don't know. I couldn't see myself in a relationship where I had to hide something from somebody. Like, that shows not a good foundation, I don't feel like. Right. <laughs> Especially, like, yarn right. purchases. I'm <laughs> right. sorry. Let me hide this cocaine from you. Oh, I mean yarn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what Right. Right. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> but... Yeah, and I mean, our listeners don't know this, but you know this, but Eric and I don't share money. We don't share finances or loans or checking accounts or anything like that. And so we have always pretty much had the rule that I'm responsible for this set of bills. He's responsible for that set of bills and whatever money is left over at the end of it belongs to that individual. So like he doesn't come to me asking for if, well, not asking for me, but asking if he can spend any of the money on stuff for his cars or whatever little odds and ends that he collects. And I don't ask him for his okay for me to buy yarns. I mean, the bills are paid, the kids are taken care of, and then whatever's left over is ours to keep. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I also cringe anytime I see anything that someone hiding stuff or their Amazon packages and you always see the memes where they're like, hi, the Amazon package behind the house or I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, like I just don't, I don't know. You saying that makes me laugh because our delivery drivers that deliver here to our house, like Amazon or UPS, whoever, they always do a really good job. Like if they have a package, they'll put it behind like our porch chairs or, um, you know, wherever different places on or around the porch to where it, it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb if you're driving by, but yeah. there's a giant package. And um, while we were gone, Pap, which for those of you who don't know, is uh, my 85-year-old grandfather-in-law that we love, but he was complaining 
you know, they hide the damn packages <laughs> over here behind the chair. And we're like, well, no, that's, you know, we want yeah. them to do that. And like, but he was totally inconvenienced. So it made me giggle. Like you would have thought we had that doormat that you always <laughs> yeah, see on Facebook. That's like, dear Amazon delivery driver, put the package in the garage. I, and Thanks. I know, and I know that it's meant to just be funny and probably the good majority of people aren't really hiding packages and things from their partners but at the same time I'm like man there really are people that are though and that's sad to me like I just I don't know yeah well and especially like yeah. I said yarn like you're not hiding a mess habit right. it's yarn I don't I don't know I don't feel like I mean unless you're buying that hand dyed stuff and maybe then you should have to hide that purchase because that stuff is. is pretty pricey actually yeah. so maybe I maybe I could understand that a bit because if I was to tell Jeff like hey I was going to make this scarf for so-and-so and I spent $80 for some hand-dyed yarn. I think that he probably would not enjoy that <laughs> And you'd be so lucky much, if you but, got it for $80. Um, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Enough for a scarf, you're right, because those skeins are like like the China skeins. I feel like they weigh them on the I, same scale. Okay, so you could be like, okay, so I can buy this yarn for X amount of dollars or I can just go buy a sheep and then we have to pay for food for it and dye it <laughs> and shear it but we'll have un i mean rit dye right, you can yeah, rit dye we'll anything have unlimited can't you? supply of hand spun yarn and then you don't have to worry about me buying anymore <laughs> this segment brought to you by rit dye <laughs> I'm gonna have his tons of sponsors lined up by the end of this bad boy. You know who's not? You know who's not on board yet? Yes, we should. We're gonna tag Vanna White when we post it, except for Vanna White because I would really just like her people to get back without feeling like I might have a restraining order coming because I keep reaching out. I'm gentle, gentle touches, just checking in, if you will. If I ever see her post on Brian on Facebook, because I have seen before her post like on their yarn facebook page and stuff i'm just gonna comment on it and be like hey in case you haven't heard our podcast we've really been talking about you (laughs) and we would like an email back i mean it'd be a super good opportunity for her because we have listeners in five different countries which is amazing. Shout out to our yeah. listeners in other countries. We really love you. Uh, we're very excited to be reaching the globe. Um, but yeah, Vanna White, what's up? I don't know. We'll try to try to make that happen. But in the meantime, like I said, I'm I'm totally yeah. cool with Rit Dye. I mean, she doesn't and... have time for us international stars, yeah. and I just don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I don't, we've already got an opening <laughs> act lined up for our tour. So, I mean, uh... get on this train. It's a moving. <laughs> Um, speaking of actually things that are moving, I wanted to talk really quickly about your new website. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so friends, Sarah is launching a little website of her own. Um, and it's gonna be called hookedandchained.com. So be on the lookout. She will be getting it up and running and posting her day-to-day stuff there. And you can give us feedback Mm -hmm. of what you want to see there too. If you don't do social media, this is a really good way to still see her work and be able to purchase her uh different pieces as well as just keep up to date with what we're doing um but yeah she's gonna have that up soon i'm hoping by at least late spring Uh, i mean i know we're almost into spring now but i got the domain so i mean okay step one is done (laughs) 
<laughs> you know right we're gonna work on also right. i mean you know why not wear another hat and become web right. designers while I, we're at it. I feel like there's nothing we can't do shout out itt tech you went to ITT sorry tech? i'm really on it with sponsors tonight oh <laughs> no i just shouted okay, them out as a sponsor uh nope to be quite honest i went to delaware county community college for a whole semester and a half because that is when uh it was deemed that it was pretty pricey and not really a good fit for my budget so that is the college experience that i have but i'll tell you what um nonetheless it was cool to still have a little bit of the college experience and i landed myself in a place where you know i've been able to work where i'm at it doesn't I don't know, matter yeah. so much about the college degree. I've worked my behind off and gotten where I would have My been mom always with jokes anyway, with me because so. I went to community college no. for six years and I never got a degree, but I've got like umpteen jillion credits that really aren't like geared towards anything. I just really like learning stuff. <laughs> so I just kept going. <laughs> and she was like, You can have a master's degree by now. And I went to the, um, like the counselor, they're not called counselors like advisors or academic advisors i went yes. to their office one time and was like i've got like 400 credits like what can i do with this and what can i do with this like, well you could almost get a liberal arts degree but you need to take these classes and these classes but i think it's like none of them were like gen ed classes that i would need to graduate they were all like specialized classes like german like I don't know why I felt like I needed to take German, but I did. I took a semester of that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it was like, you would think. No. Do you remember any really. of it? Um, yeah. No. See, I took two years of Spanish in school and I wish I would have taken more because my work assigned a geographical area as a very. Spanish speaking. Uh, yeah spanish speaking area yeah and it would be super beneficial my thing is i can kind of like you could spit something at me in spanish and i might understand a few of those words but for me to get anything back to you it's a no nope i'm google translating i get a lot of emails uh that are all in spanish or i'll go to websites that are all in spanish and it's kind of like a kick in the teeth because yeah. i'm always like yep i hear you karma <laughs> should have really paid more attention well to like i took classes. a semester of pilates that's not gonna help me get a job of any kind what that I can do scissor kicks like you know what I mean there's no I mean it was really classes like that it was just so I don't know it was kind of a waste of time like looking back on it and probably a waste of money also but I just really like learning stuff and like just worked around my schedule so I was like why not and I don't know now I've got like a billion credits no, I mean, no student debt because I didn't like take out any student loans. I just kind of paid as I went. But um, yeah, so a lot of money could have been used towards something else, probably, probably something more beneficial. I mean, if there's a Pilates class, can we get on board with these there's knitting and crocheting there, there classes? Like, how are we not like instructors that, for that? I gotta like, hone in the skill then so we can get on find board. Out because... They're also looking for knitting and crochet teachers. Or no. Was that a no? <laughs> I have not. Uh, <laughs> funny that you say that though, because actually Jeff mentioned something the other day and was like, I'm waiting on letters from prisoners to come pouring in for you guys. 
So shout out to the prisoner listeners. I don't do, are they allowed sure. to listen to podcasts or is it just like I FM know. only? I don't know. Some of these shows we see, they've got like TVs. Uh, what's that? What yeah. is it? Sixty days in. I've seen. Have you ever watched that show? Like oh, I've never we watched that show. Like watched watched it. Um, but it was like they were catching on. Like some of the more recent episodes, they were catching on because they had yeah. TVs in jails. So. Hmm. I mean, I know a lot of people not in jail that don't have access to TV or cable, so... Yeah, I got rid of I don't my know. TV it's weird, because but... the only channel that I ever watched on it was Travel Channel, and I was like, I'm not paying $156 a month to watch Ghost Adventures one night a week. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not. Uh, see, I watch a lot of Food Network and Cooking Channel, but we, we made some changes to our plan because our contract was up with Spectrum. And we had receiver boxes in the kids' playrooms. Each of the kids has their own playrooms downstairs. But mm. no one ever watched their TVs. So, like, we were paying for them for nothing. And, I mean, they had the DVR yeah. stuff and all, nothing for nothing. So, we upgraded our internet since we are virtual learners and virtual workers. And our internet sucked. We had to upgrade that bad boy, which it's amazing now. Um, but in turn, we also downgraded some of our cables. So I no mm-hmm. longer have the cooking channel. And I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of sad about it. But we've been really into Nat Geo lately. Also, this show about how to catch a smuggler or <laughs> not how to catch a smuggler. That's wrong. It's just called <laughs> just called to catch a smuggler. But it's not like setting smuggler traps, I promise. Um, but I really like it because it shows... Not only freight coming into different U.S. ports and how they inspect it and x-ray it and do all this stuff, but also, like, random people just, they'll be like, yeah, can I see your passport? What are you here for? And some of these people, you can tell they're just super nervous. But, I mean, it's it's a super cool show. I don't know. We we dig it. We, we record it and watch it. But it's the same. You know, there's only a few channels we watch. The kids haven't really missed their tvs at all um because gatlin can put youtube on his playstation so that's what we've been doing i mean it's not youtube i don't know i was never really a youtube watcher but now i kind of feel like i should have been because there's a lot of really good channels on there actually yeah you know i don't know what's gonna happen it's weird i was actually listening to i went to get coffee the other day and, and wnci was talking on their morning show like because now there's you know Disney Plus there's Hulu there's Netflix you mm-hmm. can do the YouTube TV thing there's Apple TV there's Discovery Plus there's all these different by the time you're paying all these you know 4.99 a month for this one and 6.99 a month for that one you're going to be paying a damn spectrum yeah. bill for $200 a month like I don't I don't know where they're going to go with this situation of streaming and whatever but and I have the very, very, very basic one that's like no live TV and has all the ads and all that. And it's like six bucks a month. <laughs> that's it. No, so it's no live TV, but you can watch stuff like I the day so, after. But I really it just is. watch it to watch works? Beverly Hills 90210. So I don't really know what all I can watch on there. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> to be of course, with you, you do. I don't know. I don't watch. Uh... <laughs> The other channel we no longer have, and this is going to sound really nerdy of me, but it's, um, gosh, it's the science channel. I love oh, the show How It's yeah. Made. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I need you to look it up if you haven't. It is literally the most random shit, and it'll be like, today we're going to show you how they make 
windshield wiper blades, how they make football helmets, and how they make I always thought the show Dirty a, Jobs was a, a good show. And it'll show, like, like the fact science-y, I guess. Yeah, I love I my too. bro. I love him. Um, But this is just, like, it'll show all the factory, literally, step-by-step, step, each process, how it's put in the dye, how it's whatever, how it's made, every step of it. And I could watch it for hours. Usually they play them like reruns back to back to back to back and it's one yeah. that I will always watch. We should do a how it's made on a crochet or knit project sometime. Oh yeah. my gosh and take pictures of it all the way through. Yes. Yeah. Let's make it happen. It's going to have to be you because they would be like how it's made. <laughs> we'll follow up in one year when Brittany finishes this project. <laughs> I might have bit off more than I can chew with these blankets because I assumed because it was this giant ass super duper bulky yarn that it was going to work up really fast and it is I mean it is but it's not so I've got one baby shower uh on April the 17th to attend Mm -hmm. that one of those blankets needs to be done by and then I've got another one on May the 9th that the other one needs to be done by and stupid me started the May 9th one first because it was just the first yarn that I grabbed and was like I'm gonna get started and now I'm gonna be having to pull like some all-nighters so if Starbucks does want to sponsor us I will gladly gladly take some Starbucks we can do like a 24 to hour my crochet and knit-a-thon wouldn't that be fun <gasps> oh my gosh do you people we would be delirious it would be so much fun but I am just not sure how can we okay so what I need you to do, I'm going to task you with this, and then we will leave our listeners. Or if any of our listeners want to chime in and tell us how to do this, we need to figure out how to start a YouTube channel for our podcast so that we can set it up and have a 24-hour <laughs> so yarnathon. Um, do you know how? I mean, just like, yarn for 24. By the end of 24 hours, how jankety our stuff was because <laughs> we would be so like <laughs> tired and delirious. <laughs> My hands would be like frozen and cramped up. <laughs> the like, oh man, it this would be yarn pattern is looking at me because oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> like you eventually just start seeing things, and it would all be live for everyone to see. <laughs> I'd be dozing off. The narcolepsy sets in. I'd be like Brittany's passed out right. with her circular needles in her hands. We'll have to tell her boss. Sorry, we can't oh, type on the computer because <laughs> our, hands, our hands no longer work. <laughs> We had a yarnathon and we're really tired. Oh shoot! Okay, well, listeners, if you would like to see us um, or see us work on stuff as we do, um, let us know about this YouTube thing. We can try to figure that out, and maybe like every other week or once a month or something, we could do live YouTube instead, so you guys can see us. Um, but yeah, if you want, you can get a hold of us on social media. All of our social media, Insta, Facebook is Needles Hooks DL. Um, our email is Needles Hooks and Dirty Looks at Gmail. Who's our dirty look all the way up because not Gmail trying to cut you off, boss. but we need one. <gasps> no, I can't even mm. believe we skipped that. I feel like our dirty look is whoever. So okay, we're gonna have to post this on. We're gonna be blowing you guys up on social media. I'm so sorry. Um, Sarah shared with me. A screenshot earlier of something called a funeral shawl and we want to know if this is a real thing because we think that it might just be a joke and <laughs> if it's a joke that person's getting a dirty look yeah. who makes fun of a funeral 
I just, it's really bad. And yeah. these, they look really bad too. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. We've tried to Google it. We can't find anything on it. If anybody can verify for us, is a funeral shawl a real thing? And maybe if it's like a, if it's a religious thing or if it's, there's a certain yeah, and how is it meaning behind it. We're not trying to be offensive to anybody like by any means. Please something. explain to us what it means. Right. Yes. Um. So, but in the meantime, we're giving our dirty look of the week to this satire post that was posted about this funeral shawl. Uh, it was bad. And not anything but that I would see. I feel like, a yeah, either. that's who's going to get it. <laughs> to be honest. Like. Not by any means. Not even kind of. Um, so, yes, we look forward to your feedback. And um, if you also know how to set up a website once you've bought a domain, shout us out for that we might need your help um so otherwise we will catch up with you guys next week maybe i will have this blanket done and maybe i won't um but we hope that you join us next week to find out bye